It took me far too long to figure out that, oh, in order to achieve the greatest level of success possible, in order to be truly happy and fulfilled, I, I've got to stop trying to do all of that, like figure out my career path, try to figure out what I want to do, figure out how to interact with others and how to find happiness and all of that. I got to quit trying to do that by myself. And I need to assemble a team and then I've got to figure out how to best utilize that team to help me. In this episode, I want to walk you through that process and the impact that it's had on me, which is huge. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. If I look back at this point in my life, I look back at the most incredible things that I've learned. Like, oh my gosh, these are like five or 10 or 15 headlines that I would share with you that when they were unlocked or when I learned or realized those things, everything changed. If I look at those, those top five or 15 headlines or uh, bits of wisdom, and I, if I look at opportunity that's come my way, if I've looked at, if, if I take a look back and go, man, what, what really were the reasons that I had tipping points or points that where my trajectory changed personally and professionally? If I look back at that, do you know what drove or who drove all of that? People that have crossed my path, people who I've interacted with. They have totally unlocked these things massively. And that's got me thinking about the team that we assemble. And it also has me thinking about when I am truly frustrated or when I am, if I'm being totally candid, when I feel kind of depressed or not actually kind of, but yeah, depressed or not fulfilled or like I'm not achieving it. A lot of that has come in moments of isolation. In moments of trying to figure it and unlock it all on my own. And then when I've connected with others and whether it's trying to figure out what to do in my career at this point or that point or whatever else or what I'm good at or what I should be leaning into or how to affect this relationship or that relationship or how to whatever, if that all of that's come from other people. So that's got me thinking about two questions, two things that I want to talk to you about in this episode. Welcome in to the Culture Hacks podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams at some of the world's biggest companies. LoneRockConsulting.com is our company's, our firm's website. You can find out more about our leadership development path and platform at LeadIn30.com. LeadIn30.com. Okay. So have you thought about the team that you have assembled 
And none of us, I think, go out and like actually build this group. Like, okay, well, Frank's going to be on it and Lisa and Mike and whatever. And this is these are the roles. I don't think many of us do that. But if you if you take a step back and you think about, man, who's really helping me, helping me in my personal relationships, help me helping me with fitness and health in areas of spirituality and physical health and mental and emotional. And who's helping me the most in those areas? Who's helped me understand how to unlock or advance or feel fulfilled in all those areas? And who is helping me or who has helped me the most discover what I'm good at, what strengths or talents or skills or abilities I have and who's advanced me or, or improved me or helped me understand that, oh, I should be overdoing this instead of over here doing that it, it it at least for me and i've got to assume i've got to believe that the same is true for you that most of those folks are people that you've kind of just you've had lunch with you've sat in the car and talked with them for a while after this event or that meeting or you've you've uh you've you've just connected with them so let me walk you through a few examples so if you're not tracking with me let me walk you through this so when i decided to leave the um well really at every stage of um of my career so as those of you that have listened for a while know i spent um nearly two decades in the media industry and i never thought i would leave that industry but when it became clear that that industry was shrinking the traditional broadcast media industry. And, uh, and I felt like my learning curve had really plateaued, flattened. And, and it was time to do something else. And that really surprised me. And that, that wasn't a moment that where I woke up on a Tuesday and realized, Oh, it's time to leave the industry. It happened over time, like a couple of years, probably. And, uh, and when that happened, I was having conversations with people, right? And one of the conversations I was having was on a houseboat with one of my brothers and his business partner. And I, I obviously had a good relationship with them and we were talking about their business and I knew what they did. And we were having a conversation that led me to think, you know what? I should go work with them. And so we started having conversations about that. It started with the conversation with others on a houseboat at Lake Powell and that led me to leave the industry I'd been in for so long and thought what well, the only industry I'd ever work in and then leave to go join kind of an entrepreneurial family business that my brother and his business partner had created. And it was 10 years. Um, they, they, they'd been very successful, built this company. And, and so now it was time to transform that, 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 that company from kind of a small startup to a company with an executive team and with, um, season leadership. And so I came on board and helped do that and then build out some sales systems and whatever else. And we grew the size of the company pretty dramatically over the next three years. And then it became clear that that wasn't going to be my long-term play. And so what in the world was I going to do next? And my, the process that I began was talking to people. And so one of the people that I called was a friend of mine Many of you know this story. I called a friend of mine and he said, hey, you should go interview with the, the CEO of the firm that I work at. And I said, no, 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 whatever. So then I flew out to San Diego to Southern California, had a conversation with the leadership team of that firm. And that led to them giving me an offer 
which I took and I started working in the consulting industry. And then if you, if you go on and on and on, it's conversations like casual conversations over the phone or together in a social setting, whatever it might be that have unlocked for me what's next on my path or what I might try. It's conversations with friends. I had no idea that I was passionate about leadership. Like I knew that I was passionate about learning a lot about leadership because of my struggles leading teams in the corporate world. And because of getting slapped in the face with low employee engagement scores. And, and so that led me to really study, become a student of leadership and buy every book and take courses and watch videos and go through YouTube and find some mentors, quote unquote, online. And, and then to go to the Wharton School of Business and, and take an executive development course and go to Gallup and, and go through their great leader training for several days and get an assessment and all these different things, right? That was me really digging into how to be a better leader and then just really studying and thinking about it. And then it was only when in casual conversation with a few friends and other people who were telling me, hey, Russ, I'm surprised you don't work in like a leadership space. Like you aren't teaching people how to lead. And the first time one of my friends said that to me, I thought that's really kind of you to think that I have something to share with leaders, but I like, I'm clueless. Like I'm trying to figure this out on my own. And that was my reaction. And then somebody else said it. And then somebody else said it. And these conversations were several weeks or months apart. And then with the third or fourth or fifth person, I thought, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe I've unlocked some things. And not that I'm the expert in leadership or that I have it all figured out by not even close, but I started to discover, oh, maybe I have some things. Maybe I, I have gotten a quote unquote degree or education in this. And maybe I can bring some value to other people. And I had no idea, but it was a team, if you will, around me, a group of people that unlocked that for me. Then when it comes to some of my, my, the struggles with my personality and how I interact with others and, and, and trying to be my best self and, and be the best I can as a, as a dad and a husband and a brother and a son and a neighbor and a whatever, when I'm trying to, you know, well, how do, how do I unlock some of that? It's been conversations with friends, neighbors, people at church, just friends of friends that where they've said something that I've gone, oh my gosh, like I can't stop thinking about that. That's a major unlock for me. I've never thought about showing up that way or thinking that way or doing it that way. So my point in all of these examples is the team that we're interacting, the group of people who we're associating with are the people who are going to unlock the, the so much for us. Uh, have you thought about that? And if you feel stuck in any area, which by the way, happens all the time to me. And, um, and, and if you, if you experience that professionally or personally or your own personal development or what, whatever area it might be, it could, I mean, it literally could be about 
your physical health, your spiritual health. It could be about your professional development. It could be about career choices. It could be anything you all. If you feel stuck, the reason you're probably stuck is one of two things. See if you track with this. One, you're trying to figure it out in isolation. You're not talking to anybody. You're processing it all on your own. And if that, and so you're not leaning into um, having conversations with others and help and, and utilizing them to help unlock or, well, there's two other aspects about this, or you are having those conversations, but in your, your motive or intent in those conversations is to mourn, complain, vent, and you're doing most of the talking and you're not seeking out the perspective of others, or you're not, you're not having those conversations driven by a desire for help. So instead, when you have those conversations with a friend or a colleague or a mentor or whomever, a coach or a consultant or whether you've hired somebody or it's just a casual conversation, you're probably doing most of the talking and you're trying to convince them of how bad something is or how frustrated this is. And most of your sentences in those conversations likely end in periods or exclamation marks and not question marks. You with me? The other possibility is that you're talking to the wrong people, people who can't elevate your skill set, people who can't unlock for you those things because they haven't unlocked them or they're stuck complaining, venting, mourning, that same sort of thing. Twice successful people help develop other successful people. The last person you want to go to to help you unlock what you should do with your career is somebody who's stuck and been stuck for most of their career. They're not unlocked. They haven't unlocked that. If I'm going to be, it's, it's why that principle of who you spend time with is who you become. It's totally true. You want to, you want to unlock some things to help you get more physically fit more physically healthy, be around people who are healthy or physically fit, spend time with them and ask them questions. And then you got to do the work. Clearly you want to be around people who are going to help you gain some answers spiritually, be around people who believe in whatever it is that they believe or who are digging in or have spent some time digging in on spirituality same thing with emotional health. You want to be emotionally healthy? Unlock one of, I mean, peop, the, the, the person who recently really helped me unlock empathy is the person in my life who I look to as being the, probably the best I've ever met in my life at empathy. Being able to put themselves in someone else's position and relate to it. And so it was just lots of questions. And, 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 and quite honestly, in those conversations, they've challenged me. They've pushed back and said, well, I don't know if that's the way it is, Russ, or the way you are. And so they've done that. And then, and then, um, and then professionally, it's been people when I'm asking them for feedback or perspective and people who are willing to say some of those things 
and and provide feedback or provide direction or provide uh, say some of the hard things to me. Is this making sense for you? So the questions, the questions I have for you is who is that group? Well, where might you feel stuck? Where do you need help right now? Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, professionally, career-wise, leading a team, doing this. What is it? Okay, so where do you feel stuck? Then who are you leaning into to help you unlock that? What does that team that you've assembled look like? And and who else do you need to be interacting with? Who Who could help you? And it's usually a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend that really unlocks, right? Or a person who whatever. And then you're just watching and observing people and saying, well, that's her strength and that's his ability. And they seem really good at that and whatever. And you're networking with these people. You're talking to them, right? And, and, then, and then the next question is, in those conversations, am I spending most of the time talking? And am I mourning or venting or complaining for most of that conversation or am I asking them for help? And when they start talking, does my mind go to being critical of what they're saying rather than actually listening and not judging it and going, okay, well, let me process this. It's so interesting how quickly our brains go to, um, destroy the credibility of anybody oh she doesn't know what she's talking about this oh he's just making that up because he's got an ego oh that person whatever we are so good at human being as, as human beings doing this and especially in our society today we'll destroy the credibility literally there's no one around us who can provide any value to us in any way because we've destroyed their credibility and been cynical and critical and pessimistic about it when in actuality maybe they have something to teach us. So who are those people? How are you interacting with them? Where are you stuck? Those are just a few things. It's so interesting. Simon Sinek, um, in one of the courses that I've recently taken from him and in some of the stuff I've been studying, and there are multiple people who I'm leaning into big time right now to coach and consult and help, help me think about a lot of different things. And I'm really going in with very little judgment and just listening and consuming and processing and thinking about applicability in my life. And it was so interesting, Simon Sinek, those of you who know him or know his work, one of his most uh, things that he's been most successful at, the, one of the things that he's taught businesses the most or leaders and given lots of speeches on is this whole concept of start with why, right? And it was interesting to me that he was sharing in an interview that I was watching with him, as I was digging in deeper to the why was um, he said that idea came to him at a dinner party. That's where he discovered that whole concept of the why was in a conversation he was having at a dinner party. And that caused me to think about the conversations I've had, who it was, where I was, when it unlocked this or unlocked that or whatever it might be. That team that were that group of people that we're interacting with and how we approach that. Simon Sinek was curious in that conversation and someone said something that he was clearly listening to with curiosity and humility and and a desire to learn 
which then caused him to build out his whole concept about start with why that he's made gobs of money and which pretty much cemented his career successfully just kind of on that one concept. He's developed a lot more than that, but that, that it was just that mindset and interacting with that one person. And so it caused me to think, Russ, be more curious, interact with more people, really listen, dig out of them, ask more questions. Don't mourn or vent or complain to them too much. Don't go into the conversation thinking you've got this all figured out and this person may not have a lot to add. No, they probably do. And, and so anyway, those are a few things that are on my mind. I hope that's helpful to you. That's I, I owe so much you all to the people whose paths I've crossed and the comments that they've made that have been major unlocks for me. And I'm constantly seeking more of those. Hope that's helpful. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Culture Hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.